Which I love hearing that every time it makes me smile, except I hate the way that he ends it. But I, the first time you ever played that, I thought that first note was you, Joe. Welcome to Shady Pines, the limited series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girl season one. Today we're doing season one, episode three, titled Rose the Prude. Now, from the first to speak, because he's being introduced from the podcast catching up. <laughs> Please give a handstand to Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike Lawson. Hey, friends. How are you? Hello. (laughs) Hi. Nice to see you out here on the lanai, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) How are you doing? How's your day been so far? Oh, you know what? Wonderful. Work um, is a little bit stressful. It's like Mm -hmm. weird to feel Monday while I'm just Mm -hmm. sitting here, but it felt like a Monday, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So and uh well you know you know who could probably weigh in cuz he's working from home as well is from the podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Please say hello to Joey Boohecker. So Joe, are yeah. you a bit on the spectrum or a bit Asperger'sy? Because instead of like just going with the flow and just breaking into it, you have to get that same speech every time. Yeah. Like, so are are you a little on the spectrum? Mike, you've known him longer than I have. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's on the spectrum? I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm not really qualified to say, but he's kind of type A about the way he has to do things, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a decent broadcaster. He understands that. Oh fuck you! In, fuck people, you! People are tuning in a week <laughs> apart, you know, and uh-huh. that structure kind of makes this easy to kind of digest. We just talked about <laughs> taking away the structure and it just being friends talking, and it really is two friends and an acquaintance talking, and and now it's like never. I don't care. Whatever. I love how Boohecker thinks I'm spectral, and he just starts talking all of a sudden when the song ends. No, I, when the song ended, and I just wanted to comment on it because here's let me play it how it would have gone otherwise. Mm-hmm. I wait for my turn to be called on, and then Joe would have gone. That was like five minutes ago. <laughs> he would have been like that. That was forever and a day ago. We're we're past that. True. There's no winning. There is. There is not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Welcome to an afterthought media production. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, uh, very. This, I actually, you know, before we get into the episode, um, what I, what were your guys' general impressions about? Because you know, Boo Hacker was the one. I think Mike, you would agree with me that highlighted that this is a that the that the episodes go cyclically, um, focusing on certain characters at a certain time. They each get their own little turn. Yeah. So I was really mm-hmm. noticing I, that. I mean, I certainly knew there were like. Rose episodes and Blanche yeah. episodes, and you know, I knew yeah. that was part of the structure, but I mm-hmm. didn't understand the cycle of it. And, and the first season, yeah, first season, it very much rotates like that, very much in a, in a cycle. One for and you, one for you. Joe, was this episode written by Susan Harris? I don't know. I could find out very easily. 
The reason I ask is because I remember one of the first monologues or scenes that she wrote was that one that we are going to get into with the mirror. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing that, 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 that was one of the, I don't want to say pilots, but it was one of the dem- scenes in the demo script. And this was the mirror bit that I was talking about was this one. What do you mean? Explain that again. When they talk about the mirror, about meeting, Blanche talks about meeting men. She should always meet men on her oh, back. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe that was a Susan Harris moment, but I'm not sure who was the creator and wrote some of the episodes. Well, even on a television show, uh, even when okay, Kate, we're getting the weeds about television. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, but, but, no, no, but no, no, we can do it. We can do it. You know this stuff. No, we can do it. So, what happens on the TV show, and there's this weird politics with it, the person whose name is on the episode, they were primarily sort of the lead writer on that episode. Correct. But, Correct. There are, but it goes to a room and different people at different moments. And, and Susan Harris was the showrunner. So, she was able to, you know, she wants to put that. So, I don't know. I, I'm trying to see here who specifically got the credit for writing this episode. I'm looking right now. Um, uh, is the writer, is that the writer? Barry. Uh, yes. Okay. So she didn't get the right writing credit for it. it was Barry Fanfort and Mort Nathan. Mm-hmm. But I do know that that, that mere thing was written by Susan Harris. It's funny that she doesn't have the, um, she's not, she's not credited on that show, but as a lead writer, but she did write that scene. I do know that because she later life interviews was talking about that. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's very, very common. On the, just because the person has their name on, it. I mean, they wrote it, and it's their episode. But people then go and contribute, and they add little things and moments. Right, them. right. So, okay, so um, before we start talking about, it, I'm just going to give a really brief. We're changing things up here. The briefest recap ever of the whole episode is going to go in under a minute. And uh, here's what happens. This week, Dorothy's determined to beat her mom at gin. Blanche needs a partner to go on a double date. Rose falls for her blind date, but is afraid to have sex with him because she hasn't slept with anyone since Charlie. Later, Rose and her boat Arnie go on a cruise, but Rose is reluctant to go any further than a hug. After Rose reveals Charlie died while they were having sex, and Arnie shares what he went through after his own wife died, um, oh, I didn't finish that sentence there. It's a sentence fragment. They hug on a bed. Later, Sophia admits she only played cards with Dorothy so they can talk, and Rose reveals that she finally went through with sex with Arnie, and that it was amazing. What do you Now, Boo Hacker, where would you rate this? You are a resident Golden Girls guru. Where would you rank this on the episodes that you've seen? This one is actually not seen as often. It's not as much in syndication. Is it one of the best episodes? No, but I think, again, I, I have to look at it where it's placed. And it's really, um, it, it really is so much character development. And, mm-hmm. and again, it's even building more of the Sophia character in, which really makes you wonder how far of a distance the pilot was from the writing of this, because they had to do a complete 360 with that fourth character. And I think it's, again, it's a very strong Sophia Dorothy moment. And I, and I, I just think it's all indicative of the characters. I think it's more great character work. Um, it's not over the top, but it's as far as the early shows, it's very different in the sense that it has a second location, which is not often in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I didn't answer the question. I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. It's not a bad episode. <laughs> it's not a great episode. Sorry. It's all right. No, don't be bothered. Lawson, what did you think of this episode? Did you did you laugh? Yeah, I mean, it's classic Golden Girls to me. I enjoyed it. Um, there's nothing to hate about it um i one thing that like 
kept going through my mind though is like it's very sexual and about mm-hmm. sex and stuff and yeah. i enjoyed this first time i enjoyed it mm-hmm. as a pretty young kid so i wonder like what i was thinking was even happening but do you, you know? think like, maybe it was kind of like because you know as a kid uh three's company was like a constant reruns and i, I never it. understood i didn't understand what, what they were happening. i just like because jack tripper tripped and fell over a couch you know and mr furley yeah, made yeah, crazy yeah. faces you know yeah. But um, he slept li- in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah. But um, and like and like, I don't even know. I wonder what I was thinking as a kid when, like, let's say Chrissy and Jack were putting up a shower curtain in the ba- bathroom, and Mister Roper comes by and he goes like, he's like, "Well, stretch it and make it longer." And she goes, "It's too hard." I wonder what I was thinking as a kid. Do, do, do you think I got what you, you just missed it? I mean, yeah. as we all did, I'm sure. I mean, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. So, um, now what's one of the things that I think is also interesting is mm-hmm. that this is again doing something that was not discussed before women in their golden years yeah. talking about and having sex. Mm-hmm. Most of the characters before this were then grandmothers who were non sexual, so it was these older women who were having sex. And I think the other interesting thing is practically all the directors on this show, if not all the directors, and I know at least for season one were all men. So it's very interesting that you have men directing these women in these scenarios that they were understanding even better. And, you know, it's also one of the things they talk about is the characters very much were similar to the girls' actual lives. You had, you know, B. Arthur, who had just gone through a divorce with Jean Zacks, and they just got divorced, and he left her for a younger woman. Uh, You had... Uh, Rue McClanahan, who I think was married to two other people during the run of Golden Girls, but at the end, I think had like five or six husbands. And then you have Betty White, who, you know, her husband had died years and years ago, her, uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment, but he was the king of of, uh, of uh, game shows. And you no, know, mind you, Betty White was married I believe a total of three times, but her last husband was the one that she, the, all the first two were like for a year and a half. And her last husband was when she was in, you know, love of her life, her entire life. And it very much is like Charlie, you know, she was also a widow like that. So it's kind of interesting how their, their lives paralleled their characters. That's very interesting. Boo Hecker. Let me ask you this question. Cause you seem to know a lot, a, lot, a lot about this. Do you think Rose still got wet? Like when they were in the cruise ship, was she able to I, like, I don't know how that works on a 20-year-old girl, so I couldn't answer for you on a 50 to 60-year-old girl. Because if she's afraid of having sex, and she hasn't had sex since Arnie, so I imagine she's gone through menopause since then, would she know to bring, uh, like, KY jelly? Lawson, what, what do you think about this? Uh, I don't know that you're... So you're thinking, like, penis and vagina had to happen, but I feel like oh. there could have been a lot more happening, like, he ate her out, and then they just call it sex. Like, Yeah, Rose, oh. it was 15 years, but Rose, you know, once she... After she said, hold me, the next line that was cut out from the script was, don't just look at it, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> He flicked her bean and like licked her nipples, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, how was, does... I mean, she hasn't had sex in that long. That's probably would do a lot. Do you think he gives a long speech too when he's doing that? When he's like, is he like, is he like, <laughs> you know, in 1956, Dion? If this is the new format, I want to go back. <laughs> go back where? Rose oh. asks him to call her, to go by the name Charlie. Yeah. During <laughs> it, do you think she said? 
Oh, Charlie. Well, they were fucking. <laughs> so the interesting thing is the character who plays Arnie, yeah. we see him in this season. He comes back later as Rose's love interest, which we all know is Miles. Mm-hmm. A different guy, yeah. Yeah, which was actually he's a common in, thing. In um, the, spin-off, the Golden Palace spinoff, he's in it. Oh, yes. is he? Really? Yeah. Miles, who also becomes, um, goes into witness protection because he actually has a different name. And he's being chased by the cheese man. What? Is that he's, true? Yes, he was an accountant or something in Chicago, and he witnessed a hit, and he was in witness protection. Why do you always Miles- jump to, like, not only not even future episodes, but future seasons? Okay, what about it? I'm just connecting to later becomes, the, I think it's interesting that later he becomes a very long-term guest star character, but, like, he was in an original series, original episode, and they just ignored it. Well, they did. They, that stuff always happened. If you watch a lot of old television shows, that would happen all the time. Like, uh, because they didn't. They didn't. Even though the Golden Girls knew about reruns, I guess they didn't give a shit. But in the old days, they didn't think about reruns and shit like that. So they right. bring I guess what I'm time. saying there must have been great chemistry between this actor and Betty White that they reused him for the same love interest. Is kind of what I'm thinking. You know what? You're bringing up a good question. Okay, forget the character Rose. Do you think Betty White got wet over this guy who played Arnie? I don't know. This is I. If this is a new fad, come, folks, and check out my new podcast, Golden Palace. Well, we're doing a show about four women. Like, we're yeah. gonna have to talk about vaginas. Yeah, we're our talking about vaginas, but he's asking if the actress, who is a professional actress, yeah. got wet in the scene because yeah. she was so turned on. Older on women a have makeshift, se- older on a makeshift women- carnival cruise. <laughs> older well, women have you, sex you have- drive. Uh, Joey, they like to get it. Uh-huh. And maybe you have some insight, Joey, actually, because you did that naked show. And weren't you in a show? Oh, naked? that's right. That's a good point, Lawson. Didn't you? Play, weren't you in Naked Boys Singing? I think men are completely different than women. Did, no, in Naked but Boys Singing, you do, do you actually get naked? Yes, completely. <gasps> did you, I, have I, you ever I, done that, simulated sex? Oh, yes, when point. I did the show, fucking men. That yeah, was, fucking men. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, when I did fucking so, men, but like, it's not sexual but i mean like I, haven't well, you I, had like i think something it's completely different before? i think it's completely different i think for women it's a different thing for men for men a stiff breeze and you're good to go sure 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 i, I don't think it's the same at all do you think so Arnie you know national to- treasure so the question i believe you're asking is if national treasure betty white got wet during her sex scenes well do you think Ar- do you think arnie was able to get it up I don't know. Well, I would think so, yes, because in later episodes, she dates somebody who's impotent, and we talk about that. That's a later plot point. Yeah. You don't usually talk about future episodes, so we'll stick, stay here, Boo Wicker. Okay. So, <laughs> but but I'll mark down and make sure that we double check if, if Rose got wet then either. I'll ask her. Okay. Because Betty White's still alive. I'll write her an email and ask her. Did you get Dear wet? Dear Betty White. Yeah. Did you get did you get wet during that scene? No, let's actually talk about the B story right now, which was Dorothy and Sophia playing cards, which is What funny. a beautiful ending. It was. That's what I was going to say. It was a very cute, poignant, beautiful ending. It was really What did you think of it, Lawson? Tied up with the bow, the way yeah. it should be, just like the last episode proves that it's good writing when it like you know, like you just realize, oh shit, I've been laughing that whole time, but it's also been a story, and I'm glad to see it kind of conclude. 
Well, that's why I keep saying there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And Mm -hmm. that's so nice to see in the writing because there's so many sitcoms that don't have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very blah way for me to put it, but it is true because there's so many that either have a beginning and an end Mm -hmm. or they have like a beginning and a middle and never resolve. Mm -hmm. So I I do like this, that, that everything resolves and is another day. It almost reads like a play though. Like I think maybe that's something that I like about it is like, it feels like something that could exist on a stage easily. Sure. You know what I mean? It doesn't rely on kind of like it being a sitcom. It could be uh, something else too. And the locations are minimal. So it could very much transform into a stage play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, 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 Boo Hacker, what episode? Because you, everyone should know. Well, at the at the start of this uh, quarantine, uh, Boo Hacker was you were set to launch a Golden Girls play, correct? Um, yeah, uh, we we were doing the Golden Girls, the Lost episodes. Is this volume two? I think we're doing volume two, uh-huh. um, and we technically opened to a preview audience, and then the next day was our f- official opening. The show was completely sold out. We were actually adding performances mm-hmm. because we were completely sold out, uh-huh. and we got shut down by the governor's uh, COVID virus restrictions the next day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, but what, but what, what, what are they existing? Yeah, are they existing episodes or are they episodes sort of like fan fiction? Well, I want to say it's fan fiction. So it's still the characters, but there's stuff taken. So for example, from the Christmas show, yeah. there's two different episodes. And one of the episodes is Rose believing in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's Rose, you know, setting everything up for Christmas and, and, She's all upset and wants to move back to St. Olive because she feels she made a fool of herself in front of the guy who played Santa because she thought he was the real Santa. And they kind of do a Charles Dickens thing where like um, her blind sister, Lily, leads her through and shows her what it, the girls would be like without her. So that's that. Ver- that's the the Christmas episode because each performance we do two episodes the other episode was kind of was about blanche dating this much younger man and this younger man wanted to date sophia because he was into older women so in that episode it was a cross of two episodes it's a cross of one that i believe is first season when blanche dates a much younger guy who says he reminds her of his mother uh, who is the aerobics instructor and it's a cross between the episode that blanche and sophia date the same guy and that's the guy who sells cigars from, I believe, Bolivia or something. So it was kind of like a cross of the two episodes and then just made much more adult and raunchy. So we're, so when you, do you think you'll launch it back again or what's your story there? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we will definitely do multiple episodes. The, the writer of it already has it up to like episode four or five. Do you know like, the writer? Yeah, volume four or five, and there's two Christmas versions. I already know that the Christmas one that we sold out last season, we're bringing back, I think, volume two of Christmas, and likely we'll reopen the show. No, but this is important, because the reason I want to know if you know the writer, you have my mm-hmm. permission, Boo Hecker, if you want to write an episode, have him write an episode about Rose getting wet. Okay, I'll make sure he knows to, that. He's welcome to do it. Okay. Because well, don't you play Rose? I do play Rose. Oh, wait. I didn't so, even think about that. You play Rose. So in the last episode that we just did before did, we did closed. Did you get wet? If you, would, yeah. it if you was, played this episode, it, would you it, get wet? 
No, it was Rose suffering from restless leg syndrome. So uh-huh. if you remember the episode when they couldn't figure out what was wrong with Dorothy, well, this one, Rose had restless leg syndrome and it ended in the dance marathon. That that Rose wins the dance marathon, which, by the way, is probably one of my favorite scenes ever in the entire Golden Girls. Uh, you all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's the one with like a uh, dance, con- like a Kate dance Kate contest. Kate. Yes, and Rose ends up doing the cartwheels in the end, mm-hmm. and it's a body double, with the, body double with the yeah. worst wig you yeah. ever yeah. seen. Yeah, it's clearly like a man, even like I don't mean sure it's a yeah. woman. It's like a multi, it's a multi Emmy award winning show by that point, and they can't even find a wig to match Betty White's, which is next to impossible. <laughs> Let's do a scene where I'm Arnie because you've played because you didn't get a chance to do this play, so uh-huh. I'll be Arnie. Okay. I'm dry as the Sahara right now. Come on, Rose, dear. You know what? In 1936, I was listening to uh, the the beautiful sounds of uh, of Mario Delagatra and his uh, string quartet. And I just want you know, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna take my big, thick tobacco stained fingers and I'm gonna rub your clit. And it's gonna, how does that feel? I could use a glass of water right now. I suddenly feel parched. So, Mike, not, what not I think from, is interesting is we do I find out been. where, which I, I don't know if this stays consistent, we find out where Rose meets Charlie, and she said she met him at a Glenn Miller-style dance. I got a Charlie a, right here in my pants. With a band, meet him? With a band that is uh, a, mock, a knockoff of Glenn Miller. Well, you know what, Boo Hucker, you're actually making a good transition here. I've highlighted things, and I want to talk about it with both of you. And I think this will be a really good thing to do in this show. Uh-huh. Is that they're constantly making references to popular culture, either from the past or popular culture at the time, but they also make references that they assume the audience gets that I think by now maybe a lot of the young gays or the younger gays don't know what they're talking about. So the first one that they do is when... Um, Remember Blanche comes in, asks Dorothy to open a jar, and she because she's want to ruin her nails and the whole thing. Like Dorothy, like, nuts, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? I have claws. And then Sophia walks in. And she says, "I'm going to a club." And Blanche goes, "Oh, what club?" And she says, "It's a club where they all send in pictures of themselves and pretend to be a hundred and mail them to Willard Scott." Now, right. I bet a lot of the younger gays don't even understand at all what that joke means. Do you want to explain what that joke means, Buhecker? Well, when you get, got to be a hundred, you'd mail it in uh, to the today, is it Today Show, and Willard Scott would put your picture up on the Smucker's jar. Yeah, like I, I actually said it to my my grandmother once when she was, I think she was she was ninety four, and I said, "What are you trying to get on the?" Oh no, she said, "I don't know how long I'm going to live." I said, "Look, we're getting you on the Smucker's jar," <laughs> and when you're a hundred, you send in your picture and they put you on there. I'll tell you what reminds me of Smucker's. Oh God. Your pussy bros. He would say uh, on the show, he would like wish the people happy birthday. And, yeah, Willard Scott was the weatherman. On the screen. Willard Scott was the weatherman on the Today Show. So I put a yeah. note here that there was a story that made me laugh out loud, and I don't know what I wrote. I wrote either REV something story. Some story made me laugh out loud. And it was before the mirrors, but it was after the Glenn Miller story. But something made me laugh very, like actually laugh at it. It was a good st- and it was do you have anything written down in your notes about a story yeah. that made you laugh? Yeah, I have right here in my notes. Okay. This story made Joey laugh. Make sure to bring it up on the show. 
Why Why would I have a note, Joey, about what no, no, makes no. you I mean, laugh? Was there something you guys wrote down in your notes that was funny that was after the Glenn Miller and before the mirror scene? Well, we finished. I'm, I'm going on the next no. thing. So Will, Will and Scott. I, I don't even know where we are anymore. The last thing you're talking about is Will and Scott, jelly jars, and if Betty White gets wet. Does she? So Willard Scott was a weatherman on the Today Show, uh-huh. and uh, he used to do this. Do, do, do they? Still, I think they still do, but now it's um, uh, Al Roker. Al Roker does it. But if you're a hundred, you can submit your picture, and they'll put it up on the Today Show. Yeah, I think about. it's still sponsored by yeah. Smucker, but people don't sure. know who Willard Scott is. Yeah, maybe. Okay, now the next one is Blanche. So Blanche comes into the room. Well, Sophia catches Blanche. I'm sorry, catches Rose and Arnie hugging. And she makes a quip about like, come on, what do you think this is? Uh, the, the French Quarter? Which I don't even know what that means. I mean, it's in New Orleans, but what is that? People, are people fucking on the French Quarter or something? I thought that hug was kind of weird. but <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. weird. Because it was like, in real life, they'd be like making out, but she, but then that would ruin the story. Anyway, so then Rose comes sure. in and then she like dashes off to the Lanai. She's so embarrassed, right? And the girls run after her. And when they rock in, Blanche asks her, Rose, are you upset? Are you upset about Arnie? And as a smart-ass remark, Dorothy says, no, Blanche, she's upset about they keep changing the flavor of Coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hecker, you are our resident uh, 80s historian. Do you want to talk about the what that joke meant? <laughs> they just changed from classic Coke, and then they had the new Coke, but nobody liked new Coke. So they went back to classic Coke, but it wasn't exactly classic Coke. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory about that? No, what is it? Well, probably, but what was it? The conspiracy theory is that it was always meant to go back. That what happened was they wanted to switch from real sugar to high fructose corn syrup. And they needed a cover in the they between. They needed a cover. So they said, oh, we're going to make this new thing. They made this fake new Coke, had it for a year or two. And then when they went back, because when they went back, they went with high fructose corn syrup. They didn't use real sugar anymore. I do think like uh, like I don't drink sugared sodas, but oh, I do. You. But I do think like a full Jack sugar, like, a Mexican Coke is delicious. Really, I got a Mexican Coke for you, bro. No, do you know what I mean? Like the Mexican cokes are actually made with like full sugar sugar cane, not with mm-hmm. corn syrup. Yeah. I can you even drink full I've, Coke? I can drink anything I want, but I. But I mean, you you really don't though drink sugared sodas, right? It's just a weight. Like it would require me to give myself so much insulin that it's not Got worth. It. That's what I mean. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. If I were ever like really just in the mood for it, though, I would do it. Is there anything I like, like the that, like of a diet coke. Like I do like <laughs> yeah diet soda and the. I, I love diet Dr Pepper. Is my to go drink mm-hmm. in any situation. Any situation. Yes, I love diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> Any anywhere, anytime. Okay. They're about to give you the results. What the fuck has gotten into you today? What because, are you talking about? Because you're ridiculous. Is this what is this the discussion you and Lawson had? Let's go completely off script and make Joe nuts. Are you I mean you're more nuts than normal? Yeah, what's going on? Well, at least your mic is working today. By the way, Rose, uh, I got I, something big and black. Since we, <laughs> since we're all penis havers in yeah. uh, this, mm-hmm. I want to point out something that somebody's saying in the chat that maybe uh, 
non-penis haver would have recognized that we didn't. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, this is from Haley's mom. She's saying that she always thought that Rose was nervous to have sex because this is the first time she's had sex since menopause. Like that's part of the subtext oh, of the, the episode. No, I think the reason actually is because she, and this comes up in later episodes, but she might not be wrong. But this comes up in later episodes, mm-hmm. which is also interesting because there was a generation of women who believed once your husband was gone, mm-hmm. that was it. You were done having sex. Yeah. Um, but also, as we find out in this, and it is part of the story, and it does come up in later episodes, Charlie died while having sex with Rose. Mm-hmm. And this comes up at a later time, too, where she thinks that she kills him because there's a later episode where another man dies in bed with her. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Sophia finds the body and then she goes on a date with another guy. And before she has sex with him, she says, I want you to know I've killed two men in bed. And then she comes back from that cruise or whatever it is. And the girls go, what happened? She goes, I had sex with him and he died. And like, are you serious? Like, yes. And then they brought in the captain of the ship and I told him what happened. And he said, he didn't believe me. So then he said, have sex with me and show me. And then he died. So she was kidding. Obviously the last two, but. That was a fear of hers is because Charlie died while they were making love. Do you think it was because she was so wet that he slipped? I'm sure that's it. That's how heart attacks usually are caused. Did she did she say heart attack, Boo Hecker? She never said he had a heart attack. We find in later episodes. I think he had a heart attack because of how wet she was. <laughs> yep, that could be it. He was so excited. Now, later on the boat, Arnie asks Rose to dance, and he plays Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller was a big band leader in the 40s. That's the, song, the song they're playing is Moonlight Serenade. It's almost considered like an anthem from the World War II era. And uh, he actually, Glenn Miller died. I think he was fighting for the U.S., and he died in a plane crash, fighting for the U.S.A. So there, that's who Glenn Miller is. Uh, another one, another weird 80s reference is Arnie is begging. He comes the next morning. Rose is still in the bathroom. And, oh. <laughs> and, and yeah. he says, I have, uh, I got another room. Okay. And uh, I, I, so don't worry about that. But um, I need to get in there because I need to get my Actifed. Okay. Uh-huh. Now here's the Actifed is discontinued, so it doesn't exist anymore. But it was a combination antihistamine and nasal de- nasal decongestant medication used for cold and allergy symptoms. They don't make it anymore. Yep. But yep. Um, but that was that's what he was talking about. Was he needed his like sinus medication? See, that one was dated for me, and I oh, was you didn't know what it was. No, I assumed it was some sort of like um, just because. It created a laugh. I thought it was something to do with like digestion. Oh, I, I thought it was. It was like fiber. Or something. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like one of those like um, silver, like those vitamins for old people. No, I mean I I probably used it because um, really? I used to have okay. horrible allergies at our cottage. We probably still have a pack actually from like twenty years ago. There, mm-hmm. um, it's it's like a Sudafed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. It's Sudafed essentially. And then finally, the last reference that people might not know is later when uh, Sophia's explained to Dorothy why she likes to play cards with her because they get a chance to tell stories and it's a way for them to communicate. And she said, in fact, your Aunt Jean, she we were playing cards. And that's when she told me she swam naked with Charles Boyer. Charles and, Boyer, yeah. Charles Boyer, and my Dorothy God, was, Charles yeah. Boyer. Yeah, and then Dorothy wants to know, Charles Boyer was an actor, the French actor. 
Now, here's a very interesting thing that people, a fact people may not know. But like he, you would know him from like Bugs Bunny cartoons because they would often quote him going like, "Come with me to the Casbah." That was their Charles Boyer impression on Bugs Bunny cartoons. But also, Charles Boyer was one of the stars with Angela Lansbury in her first film role ever, called Gaslight. Right, and it's with uh, I think it's is it Ingrid Bergman. I don't and know that I think answer. It, oh, so, well, well, you well, you've heard the term gaslighting somebody, right? Yes. Okay, that comes from that movie. It oh, comes, really? Yeah, oh. it's, it, it's a movie about. It takes place in the like the turn of the century of the of the twentieth century. So when they had gaslight lamps, that's why it's called that. And Charles Boyer is um, his wife is rich and he wants her money. And so he wants to get rid of her, but the way he's going to do that is convincing her that she's insane and get her committed. And then he has access to her money. So he starts trying to convince her that she's crazy. So when you gaslight somebody is you're trying to, you're fucking with them to make them think they're the crazy ones. And that's where the term comes from. And that's who Charles Boyer is. He was the star of that film. And there you go. Charles Boyer was an attractive gentleman. Does it make you wet? Uh, Charles Boyer. Soaking. Uh, and Charles Boyer was also a reference that, like, I knew the name, but I don't know much about him. Yeah, he was considered, um, like, a very, like, suave, attractive French actor. Uh-huh. You know? So Good yeah. cheekbones. Good cheekbones. That was a good list, Joey. Thank you for putting that together. Thanks, Lawson. Thank you. And uh, that's all I have for this episode. I thought, look, there are very few Golden Girls episodes that I don't like. Um, Like I I said, I don't generally like the flashback ones with Estelle Getty. You know which one I don't like for it, just because it makes me too sad. Is uh, and we'll get. Is it is it season one, the one where she where Sophia becomes friends with the guy with Alzheimer's? Oh, with the with the black gentleman. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's like season two or three. Oh, okay. That one I don't like just because it's too sad. Also, because they've talked about how uh, Estelle Getty didn't like that episode from them because she was afraid that she because that's what she eventually got. And, yeah. Um, she was and she was having memory problems, and that, that was sort of the episode was sort of kind of inspired by that, and it was very scary for her. But uh, we'll get there when we never get there. Um, now, the director of, of most of season one, I do want to say, our Nor- yeah. is, is a director who used to work for Norman Lear. So, really, they had top-notch teams on this show. Thank you. I'm just saying. Did they have someone training Rose how to get wet on the set? She, believe me, Betty White could get wet on her own. Oh, you know that. Oh, I'm sure she's a trained actress. Have you ever heard my Betty White story? And we are now. Go for it. This is probably a, a couple of years after the Golden Girls and Golden Palace ended. ended. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm probably like, I, I know for a fact I was in college. So I was in college and John Paul and I went to the Beverly Center in L.A. We're just walking around. It's like a mall. Okay? okay. It's kind of an outdated mall now, but at the time that was like the mall, right? Oh, I thought you said Manor, Beverly Manor. No. You said Center. Yeah, Beverly Center. Sorry. And we were walking around, whatever, and there was a Crown Books or something like that, right? And they mm-hmm. were promoting, there's like a, one of those big uh, boards outside that said, like, uh, today, uh, Betty White signing. I can't remember what she was signing. It was a calendar or a book or, I don't know, she was signing something. And if you bought it, you would get Betty White to sign it. And I remember I peeked inside and stared at her, but I didn't, well, I was poor in college, but I didn't, but the sad thing was there was nobody in line. She was just sitting there waiting. And because at the time after Golden Girl, Betty, people didn't have the Betty White love that we have now, you know. So she was right. just acting like a washed-up TV actress, and she was just sitting there. I should have just gone up. God, I still to this day regret that. 
that's shocking because she she always had a couple little dips in her career. But do you do you ever see her on the John Lithgow show when she played herself? What's the John oh. Lithgow show? Am I saying the wrong name? Maybe it's not John Lithgow. Hold on. Uh, what was okay? You have to go on a trip with me. I'm sorry. Okay. But the guy who was on Night Court, who played the one attorney, John uh, Larroquette. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She was on the John Larroquette show. Did you ever see her on that? No. Okay. She's on there and they kind of do the Sunset Boulevard thing with all her Emmys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she has to redo a, a stage version of the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. That, so in the episode at the end is also Rue and Estelle are in it. Mm-hmm. And John Lithgow has to play Dorothy because B doesn't show up. They bring John Lithgow in to play. Not John Lithgow. I'm sorry. John Larroquette. Is plays. this scene available on YouTube? Uh, it probably is. Let me see, because then I want to hear. Because any time we get a chance to do... You know what also would be fun? I, I, we have to find out what episode it is. Remember when they performed for the Queen? Have you ever seen that? Who performs oh, for the Queen? The Golden Girls. No, they don't. Yes, they do. In real life. No, they don't. In real life. Uh, in real life? Yeah, in real life, they did a I, royal... A royal they, did, they do a scene from the show, um, and... Uh, I never it. knew that. Yeah, yeah, it's very. It's, it's a scene that we all know. That all they do is recreate. Oh yeah, Golden Girls, the musical, the John Larroquette show. Okay, let's let's look at this here. It's very funny. All right, here we go. Where's that slut Blanche but, tonight? <laughs> wait, hold on for a second. That's not. not the, Betty White's here, but none of these are the other Just girls. Wait, they're in it. They're okay. in it. They're in a different scene. Honestly, because you believe the mouth on this woman? No, it, never mind. Never mind. Because it's the only part of her that speaks. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm home on a Saturday night. I'm not used to this. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's nine o'clock and my plants are still up in the air. <laughs> so everyone should know Rue McClanahan and, so, and Estelle Getty are in the audience, um, like, uh, like mouthing along. Like they're like they're in the audience watching this. To this, I mean, it's nine o'clock and my plants are still up in the air. Yeah, usually by this time it's your legs. <laughs> and then John Larry comes in PR. Right? That is, it is funny. funny, right? It is funny. Dorothy, you take that back or I'll But in this you. version, yeah, Rose is the smartest, knows everything, saves the day. Fast, you'll think you're on a date. <laughs> <laughs> It is funny to do a Golden Girls where they're like, where's that fucking whore Blanche? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to write an episode where they just all talk like that. You know, let me find the... Uh, that is how we talk in the show. Huh? That is how we talk in our episodes, mostly. Shut up, you fucking whore. <laughs> Wait, Golden Girls, Royal... So there's a, there's a video of them earlier when 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 it's him talking to the real Rue and real Estelle, but go on. Okay, we'll get to it. But here's the Golden Girls in the 1988 Royal Variety Performance. And it's funny when they show, they show like Prince Charles laughing and stuff like that. Here we go. It's a scene from the show. So first, there's some sort of host or presenter and Estelle Getty as Sophia comes walking onto the stage. They, they do a weird thing where they, they tie it in the scene. Hey, you with a funny accent. Where's the John? The John? What, surely you mean the Lou? The Lou, the John, the Nigel, I need a place to... Great making. (laughs) 
looking everywhere for you. Now, why did you leave the tour? I was bored. 50 old people on an open-air bus in the dead of winter. We're on vacation. Where are the beaches? Where are the palm trees? Where are the cabana boys? <laughs> Sophia, this is London. Anyway, it's 13 minutes. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Everyone should go watch it. So just put in Golden Girls Royal Variety. I've never performance. seen it before. I can't wait. I'll send you a link. Um, okay. oh, I have it in front of me. I found it. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> well, just so Boo Hair can go watch it. Uh, Lawson, any final words here on this uh, little episode? Nope, I'm good. Good episode. What's nice the, seeing you guys. Yeah, what's the next episode, Boo Hacker? Four. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Transplant, and it's... um. Blanche's daughter arrives and wants a uh, kidney, I think. No, Blanche's sister. If it's if it's, oh, if, sister, it's a, sister, if it's sister. a kidney, it's Blanche's sister, Virginia. Yeah. What, what if it's something right. else? Uh, well, your look, her, her daughter later comes to get a different kind of deposit. So, um, you know, same daughter. No, it's not her daughter. If 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 it's a kidney, it's her it's, sister. It's, it's her, her sister, sister, Virginia, who who they do not get along. Right. Oh, for dumb reasons. They're always dumb reasons. Always and then they get back together for kind of dumb reasons too. I yeah, got some because, beef. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you watched it already? <laughs> no, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. A lot of dumb reasons. Okay. Well, we'll have to because you know we're doing this again soon. Well, guys, it was really great catching up with you. Uh, Are we do this tomorrow. We do this tomorrow. Well, people don't know that. They don't. They're ruining oh. the illusion. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll just do it some other time, Boo Hacker. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being... <laughs> yeah, thank you for being a friend, Boo Hacker. I hope you both go to Shady Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines, the limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Boo Hacker on Facebook. That's uh, Joey... And last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. It's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>